Hello, and welcome to Arcade Cuties, our smooth jazz episode. Today we'll be taking a very soft and light approach to recording a podcast. My name is Justin. My name is Talon. <laughs> My name is Cody. And this I is... can't do smooth jazz, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. You, that's smooth enough. This will be an auditory experience for... For our audience, we're each going to do something that is like uh, very pleasing to the ears. So, yes. Cody, I think at some point you can just kind of tap on the mic with your fingernails. <laughs> People like that. It's um, like, I'm, I'm a lesbian. I don't have fingernails. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Yes, perfect, amazing. Talon, at, at some point in the recording, uh, yes. if you would like to reenact a scene where you are giving someone a haircut, I think that Oh would my be, goodness, yes. Be, I have be. some haircutting scissors that I can whoop out and click for y'all <laughs> on this lovely podcast today. Amazing. Um, everybody has already tuned out. Oh yeah, we've lost all of our, all of our <laughs> no, listeners. I, I, have oh, a, I have a perfect way to get them, in, 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 get them tuned. Ready? <clears throat> RK Cuties, listing com- comfort games. Number one, <laughs> Animal Crossing. Is this the fucking like TikTok lady? This no. Watch Mojo. This is Watch Mojo. Let's watch. Number 15, Burger King Footless. <laughs> I think this is a perfect intro. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I can work with it. Hello, hi. Welcome to a very cozy episode of Arcade Cuties. Uh, we already said our names. Yes, hello. We're here. And queer. <laughs> We're here and queer. Nyreen could not join us today, unfortunately. Uh, but... We're, we're going to bring you a real nice episode. Today we're talking about our comfort games. So these are games that are our favorite, uh, that we like... I don't know, for me personally, it's it's stuff that, you know, I constantly go back to and replay. Like, that sort of vibe. I don't know about y'all, but so far, 2022 has not been very nice. Mm-hmm. No. 2022 is literally just 2020.0. 0.2? It's 0.2. <laughs> 0.3. 0.3. Point, look, I'm gay. I don't know, Matt. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even think 0.3 would be correct. <laughs> yeah, that know. makes no sense. I don't know. Yeah, 2022 is shit. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's dumb and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to record this episode uh, the other day, and it was like the universe was conspiring against yes. us. There were people outside my window, like chopping down a tree with a wood chipper. Like it was just, it was Nyrene all kinds was of bad. Dying. I was also dying, but in a different way. I don't even remember where I was. Physically or spiritually, but it didn't work Cody out. Cody was dying spiritually and physically. <laughs> Absolutely. So now, so now we're here. So uh, everybody, you know, kick your feet up, get a get a snack and a beverage, and we'll mm-hmm. get started. Get a nice blankie. Yeah, nice blankie. Yeah. It's actually really cold here, so I've got like a nice little fire going in my fireplace. Ooh. Bringing in the crackling. Is that crackling image? Can you put the, your uh, mic uh, near the crackle space? So I would like to hear. For our ASMR episode. 
Let me let me move my microphone uh, approximately ten feet back <laughs> to the fireplace. <laughs> move your whole PC. <laughs> I'm sure that if you move your mic, nothing will happen to our audio. It won't be disrupted at any point. I'm sure. No, definitely not. So, uh, yeah, should we should we get into our topic? Yes. No. Oh. No, that's the end of the episode. Thank you See so you much for time. listening. We just Goodbye. wanted to complain for a sec. Uh, be fast, eat ass. Market <laughs> <Are you> cuties. <laughs> so <yeah>. good. <laughs> I guess first things first. Uh, what what do y'all consider a comfort game? What criteria does a game have to meet in order to be a comfort game for you? I know um, a lot of people would like classify comfort as in like chill. That's not always true. I think like a comfort game should be something that you can kind of like always return to. You said it before. It's just like something that you go to because you enjoy some aspect of it. It doesn't like Doom could be somebody's comfort game. And we all Mm -hmm. know Doom is not chill. (laughs) It, like Animal Crossing is like the the like cozy game, cozy little you know. I love Animal Crossing, but it might not be somebody's chill game, comfort game. Um, I don't know, just something you return to that you can always rely on to get you in a in a, a good mood, regardless of what it is. What about you, Cody? No, yeah, I I definitely agree, especially with like not only fa- the fact that comfort games can be. I mean, it's different, you know, it's your mileage may vary type of thing. Because mm-hmm. um, for somebody, it could be like Doom or, you know, I mean, The Last of Us. You know, that's, mm-hmm. I, I find, you know, that game incredibly <laughs> depressing to play. But it is, it is people's <laughs> comfort games. And like, yeah. but I even more agree with that. It's not necessarily the games that you'd think. Like, you know, yeah. like Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, um, mm-hmm. all of those. Because those games actually, like, make me anxious and I don't last very right. long playing yeah. like relaxing <laughs> games not a single one of those games would be like a comfort game to me so it's definitely different per person yeah for sure yeah because we all talked about uh in the last episode how important like story was to us mm-hmm. and like the emotional beats that characters go through that sort of mm-hmm. thing is that something that you look for in a comfort game or do you aim more for like you know just just mechanical like rhythm at that point you know like no think had empty just playing a game to play a game it depends honestly depends on the mood if i'm like in a mood where like everything has been hectic for me and i just want to like kind of zone out then i'll play something like animal crossing right mm-hmm. versus if everything has been kind of slow for me and I feel like I'm in a, like a little funk, then I'll play something that kind of like stimulates my brain in a different way. Like I love mystery games. Um, so like a puzzle solving type thing, right? Where I have to like activate a part of my brain. That's also comforting in a different way. So I think it just, yeah, it depends on the mood. Okay, that makes sense. So I guess we can each, we can go around and just like, mention a game uh, and we can kind of get into it like why you like that game uh, what makes it comforting for you and you know we can have a have a discussion afterwards if if it prompts it yeah sounds good so who wants to go first you 
Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like I have to start with my most buck wild one because I mentioned it in our chat and y'all were like, mm, I don't know about that. I love it. <laughs> one of my comfort games for sure is Resident Evil 4. Why? <laughs> There's just something about it. It When I first played it, I think I was in high school and, you know, I, I definitely went through the game experiencing those horror beats and stuff but over time like the game gets less scary you get better and faster at it and it's just like i really enjoy all the characters and how cheesy and ridiculous it is like there's just something so nice about rescuing a dog and then you know an hour later it's helping you fight a monster (laughs) or like watching ashley in a full suit of armor like accidentally get hit with a bunch of machine gun ammo and just like (laughs) bouncing back and forth it it does reach a certain point i think usually i will play through it up until like the last third maybe because then it starts to get very action heavy and a little like military-esque and i'm not super into that but yeah like the first the first two-thirds of resident evil 4 just feels so good and it's like a game that i constantly play on stream as well I'm excited for the remake. I don't know if it'll have that same appeal or <laughs> if I'll have to like work my way up to it again. Yeah, it'll be nice to just have an excuse to play it again, though, I bet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I don't need an excuse. Fair <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, now you have right. one. Right. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel like part of the reason it's a comfort game for you is like, is like not just the nostalgia, I guess, but you're talking about like remembering really that first time mm. playing it. Like, is it kind of grounding in that way for you to play it again? It is very nice to kind of look back in retrospect and see how far along I have come with that game. And just like, Mm. you know, with my consumption of media in general, I don't know, you you pick up like different tricks that the the programmers or the the artists use through the game that you might not have noticed like forever ago. And especially with Resident Evil 4, because they keep having so many ports of it, like I... (laughs) I got to play over like the holiday, I got to play the new VR version. And like, there was a little bit of wiggle room with getting used to that experience. But like, once I had found my swing, it was just like, oh, okay, this is a game I have played 500 times before. It's also like super interesting to watch. Like this is a, a spinoff a little bit, but speed runs, uh, AGDQ and stuff. I don't know yes. if y'all are into those, but I like, love watching speedruns. That's a comfort game for me is watching yeah. other people speedrun games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really love the horror block of GDQ and the stuff they do there, but just like having any speedrun in the background is just really relaxing to me because it's just like I don't have to think about it and I can, you know, either learn something cool or just like watch people get very hype uh because they're extremely good at a thing. Yeah. Um, what would be, like you said, um, you said Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. What is another, do you have any other games that you kind of find yourself going back to? Another one would probably be like the Jack and Daxter series. Um, mm, Jack and that's Daxter. That's a different game. Good yes, shit, yes, though. yes. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I realized like not too long ago that like third person shooters are kind of like the main thing that I play and Jack and Daxter falls into that a little bit, especially with like the sequels. <laughs> But yeah, that's a that's another one where like, depending on the port that you're playing on, like it can be mechanically frustrating. But for that one, I enjoy the story and the characters, um, and it's nice revisiting those. And Jack and Dexter was like the first game that I ever like 100% completed, 
So there's a lot of like nostalgia for for the first game specifically. Um, and then two was, I think, my first like we got Jack two with the PlayStation two. So it was the first experience with that generation of consoles. Mm. Um, I have a second question is a bit of a flip to it, though, is what is a game that is the opposite of a comfort game for you? Like what game Ooh. can you not play and that that gives you just kind of the anxiety <laughs> um i mean it's like it kind of depends because you know we all stream right mm-hmm, and so yeah. from that perspective i have found games that like I, I i just can't play on stream because i either get too frustrated or like feel mm. like i'm disappointing people i feel you i tried a couple times to get into like bloodborne and i just oh, couldn't no. do it yeah. the the souls ish type games i cannot if anyone says Souls or Born while talking about any game, I just will not play it. <laughs> <laughs> I zone out a little bit. I don't like being, I don't go to video games to be bad at stuff. Like, right. I just want to hang out. Mm. Mm. Initially, I felt I felt kind of the same way about the newest Metroid game, um, Metroid Dread. I tried playing it on stream and I got to like the first boss and just kept dying and getting like super frustrated. Um but then, like, as soon as I stopped playing it off stream and taking my time with it, even if I got stuck on a bo- on a boss for, like, you know, 30 to 45 minutes, I could set it down and come back to it later with, like, a clear mind and, and progress the way I wanted to. Totally. I know people get, like, a sense of satisfaction out of fighting difficult bosses, but sometimes I just get more mm-hmm. frustrated than anything. Cody, do you want to go next? Like, thinking about it, I was having a lot of trouble actually like thinking of comfort games and I think I'm just not really the type of person who replays games a lot you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I usually like I'll play a game and be obsessed with it and be like oh my god I'm gonna definitely like keep playing this and keep playing it and then like the second I like beat the story because I mostly just play games that are you know I like RPGs and stuff Mm -hmm. I'm all of a sudden I'm like oh I'm not interested anymore so I feel (laughs) like I I have like you know like games and franchises that I love um like i play fire emblem games a lot i think it's kind of like a comfort franchise for me but yeah um i don't even really replay them you know Mm -hmm. like there's just a lot of them and i've played most of them and like they make me happy but the most i've played one is i played three houses twice because i streamed it once and i never even did like all the roots in the game i just kind of played my favorite one twice so Uh um but i just i realized i really um I think I went through a strong period of Borderlands 2 being my comfort game. Oh, okay. Um, and I think if I if I pick, I haven't played it in months, but if I pick it up again, I think it would kind of feel the same way. I got obsessed with that mm-hmm. game deeply last year. Like, I couldn't stop playing it. Did you get into, like, mostly the solo stuff, or did you do co-op with people? Um, I did. I did lots of co-op. I think I walked, like, five different friends through, like, the opening mission. I, like, played the beginning of the game a million times just to, like, get people to play it with me. And when it went on sale, I just, like, <laughs> gift it to my friends on Steam and be Aww. like, we can do the story mode multiplayer. Like, it's like, That's wouldn't really stop. sweet. Yeah, so that was nice. Good way to socialize during the pandemic, too. Just, like, force my friends to play Borderlands with me. I guess I, I have a question, because you had talked about, like... Uh you know, playing games while you were commuting, like, to school or to work or or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Do you get, 
situational comfort from games like while you're on the move or like if it's a rainy day or just like you know you want to hang out with friends like that type of thing yeah i mean i feel like like my comfort game i guess is like games like i just play games when i don't feel great and it makes me feel better a lot of the time mm. and like when i'm commuting games genre it makes yeah the genre of video games um <laughs> <laughs> uh, when i'm commuting it definitely makes my commute faster because you know it's usually like 40 minutes to an hour um yeah so I feel like it mostly really depends on like what game I'm into at that moment. Like I got obsessed with Immortals Phoenix Rising like this past bit and I just mm-hmm. like dumped 60 hours into it in like nine days. And then like so that was all I was doing to feel nice all the time. And then I beat it and stopped playing it. Um, I was going to say, since you said that you're not really um, the type of person to... Uh, replay games then i have like a a a little bit of a follow-up question yeah what is a game soundtrack that puts you in a comforting mood oh okay yeah oh so many i love video game music i didn't even consider that that's a good question um (laughs) i think some of my favorites i think one that's special to me in like a kind of specific way like kind of out of nowhere Mm -hmm. is the uh the xenoblade chronicles soundtrack the first Mm -hmm. one um, it's really, really beautiful music, and I listened to it a lot uh, in college, like as kind of focus music. So mm-hmm. it makes me kind of feel in the yeah. zone. <laughs> Gotta have your focus playlist. Exactly. <laughs> but Chrono Chrono Trigger's soundtrack, I think, might be oh. my number one. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite game of all time, and the music is immaculate. And I have a lot of nostalgia yeah. for it because I played it hardcore in high school, getting like every ending and stuff. And I, and the music's very calming and nice and like classic because it was, you know, it was originally an SNES game. Great question, though. Yeah. Well, then I'll also direct that question to you, Justin. Do you have like a, a favorite, like a go to OST? from a game that just puts you in like a good mood. You know, it's kind of it's kind of funny like when I am playing a video game, weirdly like music just it, it I can't process it because like there is so much going mm-hmm. on that I will completely like miss compositions unless there, it is like a cue. So oftentimes I'll have to go search up an album like after the fact and listen to it and be like, "Oh my god, this is incredible." Like <laughs> Who was it? I was playing Mario Kart with a with a friend, and you know the music, and that is really good. But it's just like I can't. I'm so swept up in like trying not to get last fucking place and just like survive that I don't pick up on <laughs> any of the musical notes that are happening. And then also, you know, just because I play <laughs> by nature of playing like a lot of horror games, um, hmm. that it doesn't lend itself to relaxing <laughs> very much. Um, yeah. Except for no. except for like the save music for Resident Evils, but you know I can't just like <laughs> I can't be typing and then just hear like the John 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 from like the, like being chased <laughs> by like, Mr. Um. X, <laughs> yeah, 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 or like the the little piano sting from uh, Breath of the Wild when the when the guardians wake mm. up. Well, that's so funny because I just like one of my favorite games ever is um I don't it's like I think it's pretty known now but it was it's definitely a cult game um is a uh, nine hours nine persons nine doors it's like the zero oh, escape. i've heard of that yeah uh, play, play that. them best yeah. games ever i've been obsessed with them literally for over a decade um but that's like a psych 
psychological horror visual novel puzzle uh-huh. game. Mm-hmm. And the music is like awesome and dissonant and horrible. And it's like so visceral the way <laughs> a song will make you think of like that one bad ending that you got and it started playing. <laughs> And That's how you know you've despite that, my friends and I listened to it like obsessively in high school. So it's mm. like both horrible to listen to and very nice to listen to at the same time. Yeah. And I yeah, definitely have sure. it on my phone. Um, but it's like that's a horror game, stressful soundtrack that somehow became almost <laughs> a comfort thing just through like association. Uh-huh. I do have like, I guess the, the, the main thing as far as like music and video games I, I get drawn to like indie chiptune stuff. Like mm. I have uh, mm. Spectre Knight on vinyl. I ordered oh, the fuck. soundtrack to Celeste, <laughs> which should be coming in like very mm. soon that I'm nice. so stoked about. Awesome. And then like the Anamanaguchi stuff in Scott Pilgrim. Like, oh, I was so into Anamanaguchi. <laughs> so fucking good. That, that is the stuff that sticks with me usually. Staying in that same like indie vein, but not necessarily like chiptune. Um, Gree has an absolutely beautiful soundtrack. Um, Wait, that's how you say the name of that game? I think so. Gree, yeah. Oh, I thought I know it was it's a Gris. Gris. Holy Gris. <laughs> it's French, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, I could so be saying I'm, that I'm wrong. Haitian. This is awkward. Um, no, oh, <laughs> oops! I haven't played it yet. I won't tell anyone. I won't tell anyone. <laughs> this is a secret. No one will know. Okay. Yeah, no one will know. Okay. But yeah, that one. I think that one because like so much of the focus is drawn on just the visuals and like the quiet moments that the soundtrack really stands out to me for that one. Tell, tell us about your musical tastes and video games, Tally. Well, um, just to like start with like comforting games. I, I'm kind of um, in the same like boat as Cody where there aren't a lot of games that I will frequently go to. Like I'll play again. However, there are genres that I always seek out. Like I love a good mystery game. I love a good whodunit. That's like my shit that I mm, eat that all. I eat that up every time. Um, recently, however, there was this game that I finished um, called Tangle Tower. And oh, it has, that's a great game. It is. It's so good. Visually, it's so great. The visuals, the characters, the music, it's all very good. The storyline's very good. Highly recommend it. It's on Switch. It's a very it's it's a it's a comfort game. Not necessarily one that like is repl- has a lot of replay value. I highly recommend it if you want something comforting and just like a good time. I think um, I kind of played it off and on, so I I don't I know how how long it would take somebody to you know sit all the way through it, but it's just really good. I re- highly recommend. I play The Sims in like bursts, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a. Uh, I'll play like a lot for like a few months and then I won't play it at all. <laughs> That's my fiance's comfort <laughs> game. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like I'll literally I'll play like nonstop for like three or four months, and then yeah, I'll stop, and then a year or two will go by. skin, and I guess technically that would be kind of a comfort game. I was gonna um, say, does it hit that same like sweet spot as Animal Crossing for you? Mm, no. Okay. They're very they're similar in ways to where like you can build the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Uh, oh, and I want to bring this up to y'all too because as uh, as non-binary folk, The Sims have actually um, started to implement or at least create things that allow. Uh, people to select their own pronouns finally which is like a big thing is very exciting and i'm like very happy that that's final finally being added i do plan on playing a little bit more whenever <laughs> they uh release that feature mm-hmm. which is great Thinking about other things that like kind of always get me suckered in is because mm, I, I have to make a distinction of Yes. Did, did you like the game? Yes. But is it a comfort game? You know, like mm-hmm. if just mm-hmm. because I like the game, is that like a considered a comfort game? Because there's one that I thought of, but I don't know if it's necessarily a comfort game called Oxenfree. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, Oxenfree is great, but I, don't, I love that game. Like, mm, eat that shit up. But I don't know if it's a comfort game, right? <laughs> right. Um, and you mentioned Animal Crossing. And I love Animal Crossing. Um, New Horizons is actually my first Animal Crossing game. And it's also some, I do kind of, you know, I do kind of treat it the same way as I do The Sims is I'll play a lot for like, like months and then I'll take a break mm-hmm. and I'll come back and I'll do it for like months and I'll take a break. Not, I don't have as long of a break in between playtime as I do with Sims because there's like a, a lot of times I'll be playing with friends. Like I have a, like my, one of my best friends has played every Animal Crossing game that has ever existed. Mm-hmm. And I can always like go to her for like any kind of um, like questions or things like that. Like we'll play together. Like we'll visit, visit each other's island. I think comfort games are also like, what is a game that you can um, play with somebody? That That's also kind of like a category. Not not necessarily play with somebody, but like experience together, whether that be totally. literally playing together or talking about the game with somebody. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and Animal Crossing is that game. Because I remember when the pandemic hit, right? And it was like March when Animal Crossing came out. And I remember everybody and their fucking mothers was playing Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And it was a wild time because you had so many people that were just playing Animal Crossing. And there was a lot of like comfort in that. There was a lot of comfort in that where you could just like go to people's islands and just hit each other with their nets. And it's, it was just- <laughs> it's it, beautiful. Yeah. I think comfort games are, are just a amalgamation of, do you have a good time? Do you remember good things about you playing the game, what what was the experience around the time you were playing that game, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> I was literally racking my brain, just like, hmm, comfort game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think you bring up a really good point, especially like with Animal Crossing, because um, New Horizons was also the first one that I, you know, got super into. Um, mm-hmm. I had New Leaf on my DS, but like 
I got it when I was working weird shifts and so like anytime mm. I hopped on to play is like my village my villagers were already asleep and so there wasn't Aww. like a ton to actually do and time skipping like actually makes me feel guilty like even Aww. even uh in new horizons <laughs> but like yeah there was such a like cultural moment at the beginning of yeah. you know quarantine and stuff when that game came out that i think you know even people who wouldn't necessarily play those games or like game in general like you said like hopped on to it yeah, actually, I was people. I was people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it wasn't a game that I really, you know, thought I'd vibe with. And then my friend, the person who, like, played every fucking new uh, game, she was like, I think you uh, should play it. And I'm like, mm, it looks a little weird. It's like, bitch, you play The Sims. Like, um, <laughs> excuse me. But lo and behold, here we are. <laughs> I was, like, so quickly, like, blown away by how creative people could be on it, yes. too. Yes! Oh, my like, God. It's like, are we playing the same game? <laughs> like, <laughs> within what? within a month, I had a friend who um, was participating on Twitch in, like, an Animal Crossing drag show. So, like, on somebody's island, what? they set up a stage and, like, people oh, would, like, walk so around and, and change outfits. <laughs> It was so cute. And like, I never in a million years would have thought about doing something like that. But like people have had wedding receptions and yeah. like. Oh, that makes me like sad, happy though. I, I, <laughs> I will cry. Like <laughs> yeah. That makes me sad, happy one, because it's a wedding and it, we're in a pandemic. And like, sometimes people are like, this is as good as we're going to get. Cause we can't be in the mm-hmm. physical same, like the same physical space. So I'm yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah. Funnily enough, an, a recent comfort game that is kind of also a surprising comfort game for me that I just thought of that actually falls in with everything that I said about what I believe a comfort game is is Dead by Daylight. Yes. And it's weird for me specifically that that I call that a comfort game because I usually don't play quote unquote horror games like i usually like watching pe- people play horror games and i know a lot of people are like oh do it's not scary like shut up <laughs> um <laughs> it, like i remember when i first played it i didn't know what i was doing um and i don't think i was having as much fun because i f- was frustrated with myself because i wasn't like i wasn't doing well but it wasn't because I was shit at the game it was more like I don't I don't know what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's different when like I just suck at a game. <laughs> right. But I felt like yeah. mechanically I just I just wasn't like maybe I just wasn't in the right hand headspace or or whatever. It just I don't think I was having as much fun, right? Mm-hmm. And I would see people do all these cool things. Like I remember playing with you, Justin and Irene, and I was like, okay, y'all are having a lot of fun. Like, I want to have fun too. <laughs> and like, I think I was having fun being around y'all, but the game was just not doing it for me. And it right. took um, a moment where my friend Alicia, <laughs> I was playing Killer and I was playing Spirit, and I was really having a really shitty time because like I kept fucking up. I kept like losing. I kept like. Everybody kept getting away and like surviving. I'm like, fuck, this looks like so much fun. Oh, <laughs> and so she's like, she, I, I remember we were like uh, having just like a, a chill time and I was playing killer and I was like sharing my screen or whatever. And <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. 
And she's like, Talon, you know those red scratch marks on the ground? Uh-uh. I'm like, no. And she's like, mm. <laughs> And I know that and I don't play the game. Uh-huh. She's like, she's like, you should follow those red scratch marks. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, I see. And like, it took her like, and like after I got this is so embarrassing hey <laughs> once I learned how to play the game I had more fun <laughs> and in it in, it wasn't until, I play this game a lot like since then but it wasn't until very recently that I learned to that there is a tutorial i mean i knew how to play the game before, like at the point at that point uh-huh. but i'm like oh free blood points whatever i'll take the tutorial uh-huh. i'm like oh shit I, there are worse sales and things I did. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh my god <laughs> i'm so glad i never like stripped <laughs> that's why they call you no tutorial talon <laughs> exactly <laughs> first try <laughs> got live me. on the edge hell yeah but all that to say is Dead by Daylight has become like one of my favorite games, especially to mm-hmm. play with friends. I find it comforting, um, but at the same time, anxiety inducing, but like a fun anxiety. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? However, 100%. I have a friend <laughs> who I was like, hey, you know, you should, the DVD is like free right now. You should get it. You know, we'll play. Da-da-da-da. She did not <laughs> have a good time. <laughs> Well, she had a good time playing with me, she said. Uh-huh. She was not a DVD type person, she said. I don't, she, we, we didn't make it past the story. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's just a, a testament of uh, any game can be a comfort game. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like I, I had a very similar experience to you in that like I really enjoyed playing with friends. I do like the occasional survivor game by myself or whatever. But yeah, very recently yeah. it is pretty much the only thing that I play now in my free time, yeah. which is absolutely wild, especially like I've been playing killer matches, which I don't yeah. do because I'm generally awful at first person games. But now, you know, I've got my little, I got my little ghost face, and I'm creeping around hey, the corner, and I'm like, ghosty. "What are you doing?" And like, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting games where I murder four people, and I'm right, getting so joy satisfying. out of it. FBI agents, this is a joke. We're talking about a game. It's video <laughs> games. It's a video game. <laughs> yeah, no, I hundred agree. I'm agree with you. It's very comforting until I get like, you know, a couple of stinky matches and then I get very salty. Yeah. Um, like, maybe it's time to log off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, it it slowly grew on me. I'll definitely say that. It definitely grew on me. And I'll even I'll I got to the point where I'll even do solo cues like as a survivor and I'll be like, "Yeah, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like this is fine." Uh I think it took playing killer and like learning how to play killer for me to enjoy playing survivor if that makes sense mm, like okay it 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 made me a better survivor <laughs> <laughs> like you found you find out what annoys you as a killer and yeah. you're like i can mm. use this <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs>
But yeah, I think it's a it's a great game. One of the reasons why I know I like this game, despite actually enjoying the game, is like I'll find I'll just look up random streamers who are playing it. I'm like, oh hey, I want to see your perspective on it. Like I want I want to. Oh, you're playing this killer. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Let's see. Like, and I never do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never do that. Like, I love finding um, like black creators as well. Like, like or just you know, black and indigenous people of color. I like watching them because it's such a, like a very like white dominated just streamer market in, in general. So I like finding mm-hmm. those black DVD creators. I was like, yes, we got it. There we are. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. It's just nice. Have you seen uh, Milady Confetti's cosplays from, from DVD? No, but if you like send them my way. Send them my way. Yes, I will send them because they're <laughs> incredible. Shout out. Hell yeah. I um I it's great. But um yeah, I think um like games are just it depends. It all depends. What's comforting to some might not be to the others. And I think there's like a saying like what is normal for the spiders, chaos for the fly or whatever. Like just different Whoa, perspectives. That's metal. <laughs> it is metal. I've like, never, never heard that in my life. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things, actually. <laughs> I can see why. It's great. It's like a. I don't know. What's normal for the spider is chaos for <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> oh, wait, I got you. What's normal for the spider is chaos for the fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's the that's arcade cuties. Timeline. <laughs> arcade cuties. What's normal for this? It's <laughs> so fucking weird. <laughs> it's 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 keeping in line with our our threatening people. Yeah. Hello. Welcome <laughs> to arcade cuties. We've been waiting for you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you can. I'm trying um, to. We're trying to keep people here, not scare them. Away. No, it's it's fantastic. Cody, do you have any games that you know, kind of in that like? Yes. <laughs> yes, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of that, and also kind of like I don't know. You just I don't know. Like I was like thinking all day about like oh, what are like my comfort games, and I like wasn't really thinking of things, and then you talking about DVD made me realize one of mine, which I've definitely Yay. known as one, but it's definitely not DVD. I, I cannot, <laughs> I, I just, I've never, no, Fair. not for me. Fair and valid. <laughs> what's, your, what's your slow burn romance game? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's perfect. And it's slow. Slow. <laughs> comfort game. <laughs> can that be the, can that be the title? <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> For me, it's like definitely like one of my main comfort games. It like, especially in college, but like honestly, continuing past then. Um, and it's a game that I was shit at for a bit, and then got good at just through playing mm-hmm. it. You know, the normal way, the normy way. <laughs> Left for Dead, the first, yeah. the first Left for Dead specifically, mm-hmm. not two. Um, uh-huh. I fucking love that game. It was one of the first. Um, like FPSs I really played. Uh, my friend introduced me to it in high school and we'd like play on like, you know, the Xbox 360 together, split screen. Um, 
and I was terrible and I'd just like get lost and a horde would come on us and I'd die because like I was not used to first person games at all and mm-hmm. I didn't like games that were kind of scary and like I never played a shooter really like I, you know I mostly played RPGs and like JRPGs um, so at first I was like oh, fuck this game um, <laughs> but then I just kept playing it like with him and with another friend because it's like it's just such a good couch co-op game um, and then in college like I had this one friend, Victor, and I had my, you know, I had a TV in college. I, I bought myself as a Christmas present freshman year, and I had my, like, 360 and my PS4 and my Wii U. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and whenever he, like, or, like, one of us had a bad day or was really stressed about, like, an essay or a test or or something like that, he'd just, like, come to my dorm and like turn on my 360 and we'd like kill zombies for one to two hours to like de-stress and it was just always like such a nice way to hang out with him and a really good way to de-stress is like killing zombies um so <laughs> why but... why are all your stories so cute right? <laughs> so wholesome Aww. ah shucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah i fucking love that game we got like we had our maneuvers like every level like when there was a fork oh I'd go God. right and he'd go left and we'd meet up and like we had all the maps memorized. Um, all right, we're gonna do we're gonna do the topsy turvy maneuver. Like literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally, us in my like five by five foot dorm room. Oh, <laughs> it's cute. Execute the slippery dippery. <laughs> oh, we should have called something that. <laughs> There's still time. Get get at it with uh, back for blood. I'll Facebook message him. Yeah, I'm, I love Back for Blood. <laughs> I I have tried to play Left 4 Dead. They give me so much anxiety. Zombie that's, games you know, in general have like, ugh, they, they just I, give me, I like watching people play them is a thing, but I yes. personally <laughs> cannot. <laughs> I think what, um, what like, because I don't, I don't play horror games i don't play survival horror games I, they mm-hmm. freak me out too much i like to watch people play them yeah but like once in high school my friend brought over one of the silent hill games because she wanted to like laugh at me while i tried to play it which is fair mm-hmm. um <laughs> and i was so flipped out and like throwing the controller at her like before like a, a good like 15 minutes before like anything actually happened like there were no uh-huh. monsters yet it was just like walking around and it was like you know a little foggy basically <laughs> I, was, I was like oh, all right no. never again this isn't happening that was um, me playing phasma <laughs> yo i can't i can't play that i love it so much it's so i again another game that i like watching people play but i I cannot. can't. <laughs> I can't I'm do like, it. <laughs> how will I ever make it as a queer streamer who doesn't play right. Animal Crossing, Phasmo, or DDT? What do I do? Right. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god, it's wild. Do y'all want to hear uh, about one of the times that having Resident Evil 4 as a comfort game uh, backfired on me in a yes, very 100%. tragic way? What? Because, um, oh like, obviously, I played it on stream before like a couple of times right and i think that's part of the the enjoyment that you get from watching like people play horror games uh it's just like you know if they play them enough then it's just like oh this is chill you know whatever like it's not it can't be that scary because i'm not the one playing it um so my friend jess got very into the lore of resident evil and was like oh what game should i should i try out mechanically like the the new remakes of like two and three are probably like the most friendly 
And she said, she said, well, those aren't available on the Switch. And I said, oh, then you probably want to go with four. Yeah. But four throws you in, does not give a tutorial, like doesn't even tell you how to like Aww. aim your gun or anything before you encounter your first enemy within the first five minutes. Um, and then you walk into a village and there's an extended like scene where you're chased by countless villagers and a dude with a chainsaw. And she like on stream had to like pause the game and like, like do a little breathing exercise and just like, no. oh no, oh no, I did this. Oh no! <laughs> and she, she she messaged me afterwards and was like, "I had a lot of fun playing it, but never again. <laughs> never again. Once in a lifetime experience." Resident yes. Evil like it was even <laughs> like she paused it, called me on stream, had me on Discord for a little bit, and then I explained like step by step how to go through it, and then she's like okay, cool. We hung up, she unpaused, and then immediately died. And I was like, okay, no. we're going to switch to Kingdom Hearts now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. You no, know what? It's fun. I wouldn't say it's like one that I keep going to, but like you, oh, actually, soundtrack wise, oh, yeah. motherfucking Kingdom oh, Hearts. Yeah. That, mm, mm. <laughs> Hi folks, it's me, Justin. It's at this point in the podcast that Cody and Tally tried for several minutes to remember the name of the artist who came up with the theme song for Kingdom Hearts. It's Hikaru Utada. I had to cut this segment because it lasted entirely too long, but without it, the following goofs had no context. So here I am. Thank you. Anyways, no one Kingdom needs Hearts. to hear. <laughs> no one needs to hear my. Hey, club. don't you think the music for Kingdom Hearts is pretty good? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I do. <laughs> I love Hikaru. <laughs> you won't hear me say it's the most natural <laughs> segue we've ever have had. <laughs> have y'all ever wanted Disney characters, but also anime <laughs> in a game? <laughs> Well, <laughs> I love it when when Seth Roth comes down from that cloud, man. He just straight, straight up fucks up Goofy real bad. I really, I really love me some Seth Roth. My my favorite character in Kingdom Hearts is Goofy. <laughs> when you walk away, you won't hear me say. Please. Hey, this is not. Hey, this is not comforting. Maybe did y'all hear about that? Did you hear that when Goofy died? Zoe? Goofy fucking, fucking dead. died. Did you? Did y'all hear about? We're gonna. It's time to get political. Did y'all hear about the Italian Senate meeting that was held over Zoom that got hacked and played? <laughs> Final Fantasy porn. Boy, did I. <laughs> Woo, I've seen many a meme. Many a safe for work meme and also not safe for work meme, okay? That is the best thing that's happened to me this year. It's like, hands down. Yes, I, 100%. 100, it's only January. It's just kiss. For the viewer who is um, not aware, <laughs> don't look it up. <laughs> don't. Don't. I just like, 
I mean, of course they have to come up with a statement that was like, oh, we were hacked. Like, like, no, you like, weren't. Your elected officials would not watch a prawn. You 100%. Why specifically that one is the thing, right? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. 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 Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, when you want <laughs> King Kingdom Hearts is cool. I like Sora and all his friends. <laughs> Me too. They're so and- fun. <laughs> I love Kingdom Hearts. I enjoy the games. They are fun. And scene. Very yeah. natural, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. And scene. And scene. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Disney? Disney? You heard that right. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> okay, yeah. Don't don't sue us. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I that is all I have. <laughs> My brain has literally been emptied. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> is there is there anything that you are looking forward to this year or you like expect to put a ton of time into? <laughs> Record scratch. Either, either or. <laughs> I don't know. The new the new Pokemon game comes yeah, out in say. like two days, and oh. I feel like that's gonna be my life for I'm a little so bit. I'm so excited. I know game reviews don't mean anything, but it got like eight to ten across the board. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, nice. I got the physical. I got it physical, and I got it delivered from GameStop. And package theft is a huge problem in my building, so I'm really worried because mm. I don't know when I'm getting home on oh. Friday. Uh-huh. So hopefully it fits in oh, a, no. the mailbox. <laughs> it should. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I, it should. Like thinking, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like also thinking of games that are coming out this year. Oh, I, I have I have a number one game I'm excited for, actually. Yes, um, tell me. Sea of Stars. It's coming out in like the Whoa. fall or winter. I feel like I've heard. It looks it's like like I grew up on like, you know, like 16-bit like Game Boy Advance like JRPGs, right? And it's basically mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it feels like that exact essence, but like with the most beautiful pixel art graphics I've ever seen and like really updated and dynamic like mechanics and like time-based reaction things in the battles, which like older games would have sometimes depending on uh which one but like i just you guys and like anyone listening should just like look up the trailer for sea of stars it's coming to switch later this year and i'm gonna like Mm -hmm. destroy that game it looks so spectacular (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm also you mentioning that and Uh, this will probably have no like relevance to the actual game you mentioned but i just remembered final fantasy 14 one of my best comfort games actually (laughs) Oh yeah, I thought before we started, I thought you were gonna bring that up. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. You know, when I said brain rot, I meant that. <laughs> I meant TikTok that shit. sounds up there. Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. That and Encanto. So <laughs> really. Uh yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. Fucking amazing. Phenomenal. Soundtrack wise, yeah. mm, eat that shit up. So yeah, Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen. I think is actually like the comfort game for me. Mm-hmm. So, oops. <laughs> I I already know what my uh, twenty twenty two game of the year is going to be. Yeah, uh, it's going to be what? the uh, physical version of Scott Pilgrim that I still haven't <gasps> gotten, even though I ordered it last year, like in oh, January. What? Where is it? 
it's they're waiting for like one more manufacturing piece before they send them out. But it's just like Lord. I'm waiting for that email. Like please. I, I hope that for you. I'm I'm also just really I don't, what games are coming out. I I watched the Game Awards too, and I saw some really good games that I am looking forward to playing. Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, but I can't think of them. Kirby. Yes, Kirby. New Breath of the Wild, maybe. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um. Oh shit! There was one game. Fuck! What is it called? It was it was a like a POC. Main character. Oh, with the it's cool an isekai, arm thing. Basically. Uh, yeah. What the fuck is that called? She has like a like an arm <laughs> band thing that turns into a weapon. Yeah, and it's an isekai. Magic. Literally, she gets like teleported out of New York into like a fantasy world. I love a good isekai. It's a it's an isekai that starts in New York. What? <laughs> right. Yes, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. This. What is it? That's what I'm saying. It's I I I don't remember the name of it. Now, I keep wanting to say Revenant, but it's not that. <laughs> like, I don't even think it starts with an R. It, like, I don't know. Oh, shit. I'm looking, <laughs> I don't at, remember. I'm looking it it's, up. It's, it's a person of color. Um, she gets isekai out of New York to Fantasy World. She's got cool magic-y shit. Like, it legitimately looks so cool. I want um, I'm really looking forward know. to that game. Can't remember the name of it though. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me do a. Let me do I want to put it on my little list of games. Yes. I want to put in my backlog. <laughs> um. Oh shit. Oh uh, my god. How 20, do I even like, 22 describe magic bracelet uh, ma- game? Magic. <laughs> I thought you were to say magic bracelet game. I'm like, Forspoken. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I found it. Forspoken. Yes. Oh my god. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Whoa, Bless your beautiful mind. Cool. It right. It looks. I'm legitimately excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's that one. Um, I can't think of anything else. I'm so sorry. I probably will think of something after we finish recording those things. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can just send it to <laughs> me, like just the way. <laughs> just send me a voice memo or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just imagine. Just imagine a little like Bokaru or whatever. Y'all remember Jesus. <laughs> So like, my thing. Send me your clip tune, and I'll figure out. <laughs> like, my my favorite game that I am looking forward to. In 20- I don't know why that's my voice on like a clip. It just distorts the audio, you know. But that's what it's, it's the compression. My, my my favorite game, but it, that's coming out in twenty twenty two. For for I don't know. I don't know. Um, there was another one. I I don't know if Oxen Free Two is coming out this year. But I think like it's, that, it's supposed to. That shit. Mm, I will be playing that. I'll probably stream nice. that actually. And we don't want to talk about the Steam Deck. Oh my god! February twenty. That's not a comfort game. <laughs> it's not a comfort. It's a game, comfort though. gaming system. It will be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will not be getting it first run. I will wait for them to like work out the kinks. <laughs> right. If I if I could have gotten my hands on a pocket analog, then that would be included. But oh my god, that thing's gonna be impossible to get for like forever. Oh, their pre their pre orders are going all the way till like twenty twenty three at this point. What is that? It's a handheld pocket device analog. that plays Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and like. Pocket. A uh, Neo Geo, or I can't. 
Like all all the handheld Neo games. Geode. It's so cool. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I have I've heard of it. That is it's great <gasps> build quality too. Oh shit! It looks like um, it looks like a Game Boy, yeah. but like yeah, sleeker. <laughs> you know what? It actually kind of also reminds me of the SP. <laughs> But yeah, like fold it out, you know yeah, what I mean? The best, the best system ever. So, yeah, exactly. As we at least established, <laughs> the Game Boy SP, best handheld, so good. All right, yeah, this looks rad as hell, actually. Yeah, it's 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 impossible to get now. Oh yeah, no, I yeah. <laughs> as much as people love handheld, like especially retro games. Oh yeah, yeah. this shit. <laughs> that's that's the other thing is like if i get that i don't want to wade into those waters where i have to like negotiate to get like a, a copy mm-hmm. of fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! forbidden kingdom for less than 40 bucks oh my god oh my Dude, god video game collecting uh, that's another topic <laughs> for an episode <laughs> this is this looks like a console for collectors which is a sad yeah. part like it i i i don't imagine like people who have like a cartridge that they kept onto would be mm-hmm. buying this, right? And then thinking of the people who would be buying cartridges have to go through like the collectors who are like, um, I found this cartridge. Um, uh, it's been in my family for a generation. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, like, they're gonna obviously not gonna sell that to you for like the original price so it's like i have a copy of pokemon crystal the clock's battery (laughs) has died and you can't save but it is a hundred (laughs) dollars i i have a a copy of the first pokemon game ever created and it is not working and you cannot use it at all it is fake and it's bootleg but i will sell it to you for one thousand dollars like okay it does have my name scrawled on the back you can see bryce (laughs) bryce but it's spelled wrong because i was two at the time anyways uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) this shit looks rad yeah it's neat maybe someday yeah work out the kinks first you know i i think that's good yeah this might be a little bit of a shorter episode, but you know, we just wanted to bring the cozy vibes and yeah, and I think we've done just that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god, I have a perfect way for us to to like round it out if you want to try. It. Oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, you know how we were doing a Watch Mojo bit earlier? Uh huh. <laughs> we could like <laughs> we could do we could sign <laughs> off. Be like, <laughs> I'm not editing this out. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Okay, this better be good. <laughs> we could, we could uh, <laughs> Thank you for watching RK Cuties. My name is Talon. My name is Justin. My name is Cody. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, we don't even have to do it again. You sounded like all three of us. It was incredible. Yeah, you did it. RK Cuties. <laughs> What is normal for the spider is chaos for the fly. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, cuties. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you liked this episode of RK Cuties, be sure to let us know by leaving a review on iTunes, sharing the show with a friend, and leaving a suggestion for future episodes. Make sure to follow us on our social media to stay up to date with our content. We appreciate all of the love and support. Until next time, bye, cuties. Bye.